Good morning, everyone. It's Sunday. We just saw my first day a little bit ago. It's now it's time for my sermon. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day. Um, the sermon could be a bit long. Uh, I had a sermon um, Wednesday, and then Thursday, God kind of flipped it around on me. And gave me something new. Very, very obvious new. Like, at first, I was... I was taking what he was what he was giving me, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, well, that'll be good." And then it was a very obvious, "No, this is this is now some." I was like, "Well, okay then." So here we are. Um, okay, so uh, let's have a prayer, and then we'll just get started. Father, thank you so much for your blessings and your love. Father, thank you for blessing us with every day that we have. With the sunshine and the moonlight and the light of Jesus to cut through the darkness, Father. To show us the way home. Father, I pray that you that you allow this sermon, this, uh, this word, this message to sink into our hearts. And open our spirits, our minds, and our souls to, to the possibilities that, that you lay before us, Father. Help us to see what you want us to see and to hear what you want us to hear and to know what you want us to know. Help us help our our eyes not to be shrouded or covered, our hearts not to be filled with darkness. Help us to walk and see and move within your light, Father. I praise you and I thank you and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, let's do this. Let's start with Philippians. Verse three, no, chapter three, verse ten to thirteen. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. This the scripture was the previous sermon, um, and then when God changed it, the scripture still completely applied. I love it. Okay, Philippians. <clears throat> that clock's going off soon. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 through 13. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attain, attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after it, I follow after if that I may apprehend that for that for which also I am apprehended of, De of Christ Jesus. <clears throat> Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Jesus is, is those things that are before. He changed. He changed everything. His birth, the time that he walked on the earth, his death and his resurrection made all of the old go away. All of the old is to be remembered. But the Law and Prophets, everything that was written that would be, 
came when Jesus came. He fulfilled the law and prophets. He is our future. He is our present. The past is in the past, and the future has a name. <clears throat> that name is truth. That truth has a name. Jesus. Focus on what is and what will be and not what was. All right, let's flip over to James chapter 2, 13 and 19. Thirteen and nineteen. Verse thirteen. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. For he shall have judgment without mercy, <clears throat> that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. <clears throat> so Jesus will judge the unmerciful without mercy in the in the end of days now right now the unmerciful has the ability to repent to believe and to be forgiven to be saved and to be forgiven and reborn as children of god the unmerciful has a, has a choice. We're all sinners. Even those that are, even those of us who are saved, we're sinners, but we're saved from the grave. We're saved from the eternal grave. When, when the end comes, we have a place in heaven with Jesus. But the unmerciful, those that don't know Jesus and don't want to know. Those that want to focus on man and man-made things, on the world and earthly things, those that, that won't turn their face upon Jesus, towards Jesus, won't open their heart to his light, those are the unmerciful, and they will be shown no mercy when judgment comes. <clears throat> and mercy rejoiceth against judgment, because those who are saved, that know mercy, that know true love, they rejoice against judgment, because they are not to be judged. Let's do verse, let's see here, verse 19. <clears throat> Pardon me. Got a frog in my throat this morning. Thou believest, this is verse 19, Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. I love that. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble.
Got me twice this morning, didn't it? That's the thing that a lot of people don't think about. Satan. He believes in Jesus. The evil spirits and the demons and devils of this world, they believe. And they tremble. In just a thought. Just the thought of Jesus and the power of God. They tremble. They absolutely tremble. Those that don't believe have waiting for them a fiery grave. Judged without mercy. Because they deny Jesus. <clears throat> All the days of their life, they will deny Jesus. So when judgment comes, they will be denied mercy. But those, but the demons and the devils and the evil spirits, Satan himself, whom they worship, The evil believes. All the evil things that exist in spiritual realms, they believe in Jesus and they tremble at the thought of him because they know that he is their end. <clears throat> but those that deny Jesus, that worship Satan, they scoff. Oh, Jesus doesn't exist. Yet, the one that you serve knows the truth. Satan knows the truth. And all of his creations, all of his evil beings, all of his evil spirits, they all know the truth. But the ones serving them don't. How sad is that? We all know. The children, uh, all of us children of God, we know the truth. We were once like them, unknowing. But the moment we heard the truth, then we knew that all that awaits us is life. Life awaits us, not death. Death in this world isn't death. You go to sleep here and you awaken in eternal joy in heaven. But the devils and the demons in this world they tremble at the thought of Jesus because they do believe. They know the truth. And they still choose to lead others to a fiery grave. They still choose to lead others to a fiery grave. Let's do Matthew. Chapter 9. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 9. Oh. <clears throat> Verse 2 through 8. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Son. Jesus said, Son, to that sick man. Jesus is God. God is our Creator. 
Jesus called that man son. Be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. And he arose and departed to his house. To his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. So, you know, you had the, the scribes, the, uh, the Sadducees, the, the Pharisees. You had them, oh, he blasphemed because he forgave this man of his sins. And Jesus is like, so, 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 which is more, uh, for whether it's easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and walk. He's like, so is it easier for me to say, your sins are forgiven, or just tell this dude he can walk? Hey, 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 my son, go ahead and walk, yeah. Now what? And <laughs> the scribes, I'm sure, were just... That's what I say about Jesus. He had a sense of humor. He did. Laughter is its warmth for its soul. He had a sense of humor. But <clears throat> not a lot of people caught it. Because, you know, he's doing like amazing feats. Miracles. So not everyone caught it. I'm not sure anyone caught it. I'm going to say a couple of the disciples at least caught it. John, I, I say he, he caught it. Maybe Peter, sometimes. But Jesus is like, okay, so like, which is easier for me to tell him he's forgiven, which he is, or to tell him that he can just rise and walk? So basically, is it easier for me to forgive him or just heal him? Oh, you know what? I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. You know, because I'm Jesus. Why not? But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, <clears throat> which had given such power unto men. <clears throat> Pardon me. They glorified God that he had given such power to Jesus, a man. Not even realizing that they stood in the presence of God. But there's a lot of things that they didn't realize. And that's why I've said a million times, and I'll say a million more. When Jesus spoke, <clears throat> he spoke less for those there and more for us. Many of the things he said, he spoke for the disciples and for us. And all the gawkers and the people around, not so much for them. Because they would be the ones to crucify him. His words were lost on them at that point in time. Some of them came to know Jesus and to be saved after his death. 
But at that point, he was speaking for those of us reading his words now and for his disciples that would carry on and, and start the church of Jesus Christ. Okay. Let's go to Psalms. Psalms chapter 103. <clears throat> Sorry. 11 through 17. And these temperatures raising and lowering, really messing with my allergies. All right, 103, verse 11 through 17. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Fear him, have faith in him, believe in him, love him. The fear of God isn't fear, oh, I'm so afraid. No, it's, it's respect, and it's love, and it's faith in God Almighty. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he remo removed our transgression from us. Our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. The east and the west never meet. The east is always... So, so as the east comes around, it becomes the West, and the West becomes the East, but they never meet, they never stop, they never end. Our sins are forgiven. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. <clears throat> for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. So, on earth, our, our lives are, are that fast. Because, you know, as it's been said, to God, a day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. Our lives are, are short on this, on this earth. But if we know God, and we believe that Jesus died for our sins, and resurrected and ascended to sit at the right hand of the Father, if we know that the Holy Spirit moves, stirs, if we believe and we know God, that though our lives are short here and they pass us by quickly, we will live eternally with God Almighty in heaven. Eternally. Without end. 
I love that. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Infinitely removed. And this is David. This is before Jesus. This is before absolute forgiveness. This is before our sin is not just forgiven, but it's forgotten. God said that David was a man after his own heart. David loved God. Was he a sinner? Yeah, he was a sinner. He did some pretty bad things sometimes. He'd repent. And he would worship and he would praise God. He would tell him, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And if, and if I'm to be punished, I deserve it. But don't forget me, Lord. Don't forget me. Because I can never forget you. And God was like, I love you, bud. And that's how God is with us. When you mess up, when you stumble, when you fall, you get back up and you never lose sight of God. You never stop pursuing God. And he'll never leave you ever needy. Nor forsake you. You know, we have a chance of forsaking him. But he'll never forsake us. If you absolutely deny God, absolutely deny him and turn from him to the enemy, well, that's a whole different story. He will still hold for you to turn back around. He will still be there waiting for you to come back home. As the prodigal son did. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto the children's children. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah. <clears throat> do a few verses in Isaiah. Let's do Isaiah first off chapter 11. Chapter 11. <clears throat> Verse 5. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Jesus is righteous and faithful. Jesus loves us. He loves us. Let's do chapter 25, 1 through 9. <clears throat> chapter 25, 1 through 9. Oh, I forgot to highlight this. Yeah, I let it right quick so I don't lose my place. Okay. <clears throat> Chapter 25, verse 1 through 9. 
O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For thou hast made of a city and heap of a defense city, and therefore shall the strong people glorify thee, the city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. God will be and is everything that you need. Always. Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat with the shadow of the cloud. The branch of the terrible ones shall be brought low. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines, on, on the lees of fat things, full of marrow of wines, on the lees well refined. What he's talking about is the end. When Jesus comes back and all of us are with him in heaven. And he will destroy in this mountain in the face of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death and victory and the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces and the rebuke of his people shall take away from all the earth for the Lord hath spoken it. God will take, will separate the evil. He will destroy the evil and he will save us and wipe the tear from our face. We will no longer see death. He will destroy death. We will no longer know death. We will know only life, only love, only happiness and joy and peace and everlasting love. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord we have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Amen. We will be glad and rejoice in him. Have you heard that song? That's where that comes from. We will be glad and rejoice in him because he will take the shadow, the darkness from us. The veil of evil will be sheared away and we will see God and be with God and know God and love God. We will get to live with Him in eternity where there is no need for tears. There is no need for pain or fear other than the fear of the Lord. But that kind of fear is faith and love and respect honor for God, the one true God. No other gods are gods. All other gods are false. They're all creations by Satan, the prince of lies. All Satan speaks is lies. He never speaks a single truth, as said from Jesus himself. Satan is nothing but lies. And he will be removed from us. He will burn in the fiery prison for all eternity. And we will live in harmony with God. 
you hear faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. You hear song after song talking about the faithfulness of, of God, of Jesus, of the Lord Almighty, his faithfulness, his faithfulness, his faithfulness. Do you know what faithfulness is? Faithfulness is the same as faithful. You talk about your wife, her being faithful, or you talk about your husband, him being faithful. You talk about, you know, um, being able to have faith in people. Jesus is eternally faithful, full, faithful. We can have faith in Jesus knowing that he will never fail us. He will never turn away. He will never forsake us. Even when we forsake Him, He is still there hoping and waiting and moving so that we return. There are those that have denied Jesus in their lives. Some turned back around. Some didn't. Don't deny the one truth. Jesus is truth. Satan is the prince of lies and Jesus is truth. Me and my friend Jason, my deacon, we, uh, we were talking about the Antichrist last week. The Antichrist is everything that Jesus isn't. And yet, Many, many people in those days will turn away from Jesus and follow him. Follow him right into the fiery grave. Keep your hearts open and true and pure and know that God loves you. And he wants only to be with you for all eternity as you want to be with him. But do not turn your back on what is to be, what is to come for the things of this world. Everything in this world dies. Everything ends. Every single thing has an expiration date. Everything of this earth has an expiration date. A beginning and an end. But God is infinite and his promise set forth by Jesus Christ his promise promises that we too will be infinite with him I was telling Jason when my day comes and I go to heaven I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all my loved ones that, that I've missed but when I get there the first thing I'm gonna do is beeline I want to find Jesus I'm thinking for all the wonderful things that he's done. I want to hug him. And I, I want to stand in his presence. And I want to walk with him. And I want to talk with him. And I imagine there may be a, a few more tears there at that point in time. Because I am going to cry in happiness.
that I finally get to be with him. And then, of course, there will be a great feast with all of the people that I've lost and everyone else in the world. Everyone, every single person that you do not know that, that is a Christian, that is a believer in Jesus Christ, will be there. It will be the grandest feast ever, and we will truly be brothers and sisters. Jesus wants us to treat, you, treat each other now as brothers and sisters in the Spirit, and that... That is actually stronger than blood, because blood is of the earth. The Spirit is of God. So we, as Christians, should be as connected in the Spirit, or more so, than we are in the blood of our siblings, our mothers and our fathers. I want that so bad. I want to, to absolutely be able to love and be loved. By my, by my fellow believers, as I am by my, my siblings, my mom, my dad. I want that so much. I, I, I preach it all the time, in fact. It's hard, though, for people to let go of what, the, of what they've learned here on earth. Jesus is faithful. He will never fail you. He is full, absolutely full of faithfulness. We can put our faith in Jesus. And he will never let us down. God's promise lasts forever. It can never be torn away. His promise is a light unto our feet. Let's go to Hosea. Chapter 13. <clears throat> Chapter 13, verse 14. <clears throat> I will ransom them from the power of the grave, I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from my, uh, mine eyes. God will destroy the grave. He will destroy death. It will be no more. At the end of it all, there will be no death, no grave. Those of us that believe will never see death again. And those of us who have denied Jesus their entire lives and will go to the grave denying him will die with the grave. They will die with death. Generally, don't preach fire and brimstone. That's not what I'm preaching now. But I do preach what God leads me to preach. And I don't preach what He doesn't lead me to preach. Don't deny Him. Don't turn your back on Him. If you know Him, how could you ever? But those that don't know, 
that don't believe. I have some friends that don't believe. I work on them in waves. I don't want to push them away entirely. I work on them and then I just pray for them. For God to turn their hearts. But they have free will. God doesn't want slaves. He wants us to choose him. But he will destroy the grave and he will destroy death. And no longer will we have a reason to cry or be afraid or be sad. We will have life everlasting with God. I'm going to preach in Revelations. I have a feeling that's coming, to be honest. I've been wanting to, but I've been waiting. But I have a feeling that's coming. God's using me to prepare everyone. It could be another thousand years, who knows? But I was, God charged me with preaching Jesus, preaching his love. And as I've preached, I've realized that just about every sermon is preparedness for what's to come. So when Revelations comes, sorry, I know it's me. We'll preach on the fact that God will remake heaven and earth, and He will live with us, no longer above us, but with us for the rest of eternity. Now, what's the rest of eternity? <laughs> There's no end for all eternity. True eternity. Let's finish up with 1 John, chapter 4. First John, chapter 4, 15 and 16. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. God is right here. He is in our soul, in our spirit, and our spirit is in Him because we love. We know love because we know God. And so, because we know God, we dwell within God, and He dwells within us. You've heard the saying, your body is a temple. It is a temple. Because God exists within us. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, lives within our body. So our body is a temple. And we're supposed to treat it as such. Yes, I know. The tattoo. Tattoo. I've done things that have, and I didn't treat my, my body as a temple. Even when I knew that I should we all make mistakes and we all sin, but God sees it in his heart to forgive us anyway. And he called me to this ministry after this. 
Isn't our God good? Isn't he so loving? So amazing, so caring, so beyond the scope of anything we can comprehend. Isn't God good? He is good. Of course, because of... You've heard movies, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. That is so true. True words have never been said. God is good all the time. Even when things are at their worst and you see no end, when it looks like all that is waiting for you is destruction and chaos, remember that God is good all the time. And sometimes in the deepest, darkest place that you could possibly be, you're there because of God's goodness. Now, how can God's goodness lead me to such a dark place? Because you, you, fellow Christian, are eternal. This body is has a has a has an expiration date, but you yourself, your spirit, you are your spirit. You are eternal. So if you have to suffer here to see eternal life there, if your suffering can lead even one person from the grave to God, from the grave to eternal life, if your suffering can lead even one person, is that not worth it? I think it is. In fact, I know it is. I believe it in my heart. A friend of mine, Oman today, or yesterday, Claude. He said that Jesus said they'll hate me. He said that he'll that they'll hate. And if they hate all of those that hate Jesus, hate us. We're gonna suffer here somewhere. Some of us don't have to suffer that much. Others of us suffer a lot. But the promise of God isn't that we won't suffer or no pain here. It's that we will never suffer again once this world ends. Once we leave here, we will never suffer again. We will live eternally with him in happiness and joy and peace. We will live in his glorious light. So don't take something, don't let something that ba bad that happens here keep you from the amazing eternal joy in heaven. And right now I'm pointing up, but when God remakes heaven and earth, heaven will dwell on earth. A great city will be made. New Jerusalem, and we will live in that city with God forever. Jesus is so faithful, and we can have faith in him. He is so great, and through his greatness we know love and eternal life.
Well, let's uh, let's finish with a prayer, and then I'll let y'all get back to your Sunday. Lord, thank you for your goodness, your love, your light. Thank you so much for blessing us, filling us with your love. And though we don't deserve it, your love is so perfect that you, your love is beyond anything that we could ever earn or deserve. Your love, you've poured out upon us a free gift, and we need only believe that Jesus is Lord, that He is your Son, that He is the King of Kings, that He died and resurrected and ascended for us so that we too could ascend to heaven and live with you. We praise you and we love you and we glorify you and we thank you so much for your goodness, for your faithfulness and your grace and your light. We love you, Lord, and we praise you and we thank you. And I pray that everyone has a wonderful week. I pray that everyone prays to you and fellowships with you. And any, any wrong that may be, any, any pain or hurt or heartache will be taken care of that will be healed by you. So that they can know peace through knowing Jesus. I pray this and I thank you and, I, and Lord I pray that if there's anyone listening now that doesn't know you but wants to, that doesn't believe but wants to, I pray Lord that you open their heart to you. You open their heart and you allow them to open and free their minds from everything that they've ever known and set it on you solely. I pray this and I thank you and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. And if there is anyone out there that doesn't know Jesus but wants to know him, send me a message in the comments and we'll talk. You can also, I have a Discord link in my in my main page. You can uh, you can hop on Discord and and you can talk to me directly through Discord. Or or there's actually several several of us there that you can speak to. So that you can know Jesus and know eternal love, life and know eternal love. And no happiness. Well, I hope everyone has a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And there's so much I want to say, but it's all jumbled up in there. So I'm just going to say, God bless you.